can we call this episode? Absolutely not. <laughs> they say home is where the heart is, so I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Welcome to episode, I think, 46. Might be 47. I don't fucking know. As always, I'm Chris, here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? I'm peachy, Chris. Peachy, that's what I like to hear. Mm. So, there's some pressing issues in the news that I think we absolutely need to get to. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Yeah, you just told me. Yep, I did tell you before we started. <laughs> this is an open letter to Spotify. Spotify, if you do not censor Joe Rogan for his misinformation, alleged misinformation, us at doubly negative will remove our content from your platform. This is not an empty threat. This is real life. We're ready to take it down. And um, we are we are so ready to take it down. Actually, I would like to add, um, you have to remove Joe Rogan's. And also, I really don't like Nicki Minaj. So please also censor Nicki Minaj and remove her songs. Or if you could censor gone. Nicki Minaj, that'd be great. Yeah, censor Nicki Minaj. I really want you to push Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B because those are my fucking queens. Ah, uh, I was actually trying to think of the Stallion girl when I said Nicki Minaj. I hate her. Ew. You hate her, dude? That song. Oh my god, I had to look up who it was. I hated it so much. They played it at my gym every day. What the fuck is it? Uh, something about titties. Oh, I hate that okay. song. Every, you every like song? that song? I don't like any of the songs. I just think she's hot. Oh, yeah, she has to be censored or I'm gone. Chris, you have to stop <laughs> listening to her music or I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> she has to be censored or I'm gone. <laughs> I don't listen to the music ever. I just watch the music videos on mute. All right. That sounds creepy. I think, uh... I think we might have made our point. We should probably circle back and tell everybody why we're doing this. <laughs> it's just funny that people think like, oh, let's censor someone because they're saying stuff that I don't like. Oh, the, the, the actual news thing, people might not know about it. So um, what? Neil Young gave Spotify an ultimatum. He said uh, yeah. if they don't censor Joe Rogan, he's going to remove his, his stuff. And, uh, and they did. Spotify did remove his stuff. Imagine how easy of a decision that was for the executives at Spotify. They're just like, fucking, all right, see ya. Yeah, they, like you said, they just paid Rogan a hundred million. Oh my God, that wasn't that recently. In my mind, that was like a few months ago, but that was not a few months ago, huh? It seems like a few months ago in my head. It was 2020, apparently. Yeah, I think it was like mid-2020, but honestly, look at the numbers Rogan's doing. Look at the numbers Neil Young's doing. It's like, all right, see you, Neil. Bye. Not much to think about there. What do you think he was doing? Do you think it was a huge virtue signaling move, or do you think he's really that outraged? Like, what what is the logic behind that? Giving not even a person an ultimatum, but a platform an ultimatum. That's just... It was... Strange. It was probably a, hey, I'm on your side. You should listen to my music and super support it. Oh, like, maybe please it listen. Works, I'm then. on your team. Yeah, maybe it goes back to our like tribalism 
talk that we had last episode. I'm on your team. Promote this. Like, <laughs> how many, like, super hardcore leftists are bumping Neil Young right now? All of them. Maybe, yeah. And we're a super centrist on this podcast, just to be clear. I mean, I don't want to speak for Kyle, but for me at least, I'm, like, super in the middle well, whatever I think's logical, I go with. I think, uh, to be fair, I think we pretend to be centrist, but we're not. <laughs> I think I'm centrist. I would I, say I'm. I, centrist. I don't actually. I don't even know. I think. I think there's a big problem with saying you're left, centrist, or right, um, because you can you can be different ones of those on different issues, right? Like if you just say you're across the board one, then that's kind of stupid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. It's the hardcores on each side that ruin it for everybody. Let's be honest. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not one of those. No, I don't think... I think the majority of people aren't one of those. But the majority of people that are one of those are the loudest. And that's why we hear about it the most. You think they admit it? Like, the, the ones that are ones of those, would they also say, I'm not one of those? Or, would, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if they would admit it just because... They want to seem normal and being the extremist on either side. It's not normal. What if we are ones of those and we don't even know it? I wonder which one of those people would assume we are. Mm, you will. You were just saying you want to be careful because of the whole job thing, Chris. <laughs> I do want to be careful, but I would assume people would think we're super right wing just because we don't say get vaccinated in the beginning of every episode exactly yeah yeah so that's the problem with the super extremes on the other side yeah. just because i don't preach do this do that do this do that i'm assumed to be the other side that's not the case i don't give a fuck i do not give a fuck i was watching this uh i was listening to this really old I, i've mentioned this a few times but patrice o'neill was just man i i'm so sad he died he w- he had so many brilliant things to say because this was a podcast um uh it was a radio show and he was talking about uh when they killed Obama uh no Obama <laughs> Osama bin Laden when they killed Obama do you remember when Osama bin Laden died uh what what year was that don't know you remember you remember what happened do you remember the ladies and gentlemen we got him you remember what what they did with his body no. They dumped it in the ocean. And uh, they said they did it because they had to respect Islam. And uh, anyway, Patrice O'Neill was on the Opie and Anthony show like the day of or the day after. And he was going after this hard. He, he was saying, I do not believe that story. I don't believe the government on this. Why would they flush him down the toilet, essentially? Um but he was made the, the, the overall uh, the overarching point that he was making, too, was that you can't say that because then people call you a conspiracy theorist. Um, you, you can't question anything without being called a conspiracy theorist. And I, I, I think that's relevant to what we're talking about. It's like you're not al- you're not allowed to have viewpoints without being super left or super right. But does that make us super left or super right? I don't know. All I want the people listening to know is I do not give a fuck. I have my own ideas. They don't associate with either side of, I guess I'll say the spectrum, for lack of a better term. Do not care. Uh, I kind of do care on this one. I just form my own idea. 
You do? Yeah, I care. Not not enough to be an activist or anything like that, but I don't know. I think uh, I think it's pretty wrong. But I won't say what it is. <laughs> so Kyle is anti-vax, and he also <laughs> thinks the government's controlling us all. Well, let me... Um, nah, fuck it, I'll say it. I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-mandatory things. And I'm uh, more, even more than that, I'm anti. Uh, oh man, I'm sounding bad already. <laughs> yeah, this is this is exactly what we said it's, we weren't going to touch yeah. on. Go ahead. This is exactly what we said we're going to stay away from. But go ahead. Ah, I'm just uh, that video I sent you, where yeah, what was her name? Uh, was her name Blair or something? She was Maybe. essentially saying that a huge moral crime has been committed in the way that the whole COVID thing was handled and not to uh, toot my own horn, but I've been saying this since day one. I just, since day one, I didn't think the response was proportionate to what COVID is. I just don't think it makes sense. And I'm not, I'm I'm not anti-vax. I'm just anti-compulsory. You have to act this way. And if you don't, you're killing people. That that was the whole narrative. Like, if you go to the grocery store without a mask or you go anywhere, you're killing people. Like, the whole virtue thing. I don't, I don't know. that. I, I just think a really bad thing is being done to the general public when we become more and more compliant with things that we don't even know work. Because uh, I'm not a whole science guy, but there is... I think there's a lot of evidence that shows that masks don't even work now. I have not looked into it. I could absolutely be wrong on that. But if that's the case, if, if the masks don't even work and people are still being forced to wear them, then that does – I am totally anti that if that's the case. I just – So a few follow-up yeah. questions, Kyle. Please. One, when did you join QAnon? And two, do you think this last election had voter fraud? Yeah, maybe I am one of those guys, Chris. Because <laughs> no, I'm just busting your balls. I don't. I don't believe any of their shit, man. I'm one of the guys that's like, all right, every election's fixed. Blah blah. I, I well, no, I don't think I should say that. You JP, just jumped on my side up. too. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just don't. I don't care. I always got the tinfoil hat on. I always feel like someone's trying to get one over on me. But that could be because of my childhood, how I was raised. I mean, you just you just don't know. We don't know. I mean, we talked about this in the Forgotten episode, a.k.a. the episode I deleted on accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's telling the truth, who's not? It depends who's telling you, like, where you're getting your information from. You don't know who's funding that information, where that information's coming from, why they're reporting it. Like, it's just, it's too messy for us to even give an opinion on. Why? Okay. Why does saying what I just said have anything to do with the right wing, by the way? That's the problem. Yeah, I guess that's it, the it whole doesn't. thing you're just saying, right? You're you're questioning something and all of a sudden you're a right wing asshole. Yeah. No. But to the majority of people, or not even the majority, the loudest people 
will call you that and make you look like an asshole. Okay, yeah, I think my brain's not working very well today because that's the whole reason I brought up the Patrice O'Neill thing. And now I'm just kind of, I didn't even realize why I brought it up. But yeah, that's why I brought it up. Like, you're not allowed to say certain things without being associated with huge, like, like because I said that, I support Trump. That doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah, no, it's a problem. And I mean, we got an email from a good friend of mine. Recently? No, no, no. It was the the gang gets critiqued. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Where it was like, you got the vaccination, not because you felt pressured, but because you felt like you needed to be a good person. It was like, no, that's not it at all. I don't remember that part. Was that in the the episode? Yes. Oh, I got to go back and re-listen to that. I don't remember that one part. Maybe I just, maybe I I really didn't care back then. Yeah, but it was one of those like. Because you wanted to be a good person deep down. And I was like, no, I genuinely felt pressured because of what other people were saying. Because you wanted to be that's a all. good person? Yeah, because that's the right thing to do. That's but, what I'm against. But I do have a little counterpoint to play devil's advocate here Yep. with the whole vaccination thing. You had to get vaccines as a child in order to go to school, correct? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. There, yep, there are certain vaccinations you had to get in order to get into school as a child. What makes this any different? This is the road that I said I didn't want to go down, and we're fucking going down to Kyle. And it's not your fault. It's both of our faults, but it's hard not to go down this road. Is that even true, that, that we had to be vaccinated? Is that true? I'm pretty sure. I mean, this was an argument someone posed against me when I brought up the whole vaccine thing once. So... It's my fault for not researching it more, but I'm almost positive there are some vaccinations that are required for a child to have before entering school. Which, uh, I can't believe I'm actually going to start looking in it, into it on the podcast. <laughs> Google it. I am, yeah. It's important to get information. Go to CNN.com, make sure it's that. Alright, well, here's my first reaction immediately. Because, um, alright. Here's the vaccines that are required for daycare, pre-K, and school attendance in uh, New York State, but probably across the board. Diphtheria and tetanus toxins containing blah, blah, blah. Um, Hepatitis B, measles, mumps, and rubella, polio, and chicken pox. So what makes COVID any different from those? It's not real. Okay, so, so you, the tinfoil hat is securely placed around your head. No, I, I, don't, I don't actually believe that. It just seemed perfect. <laughs> you know, it was. No, but it's it's that was one point that someone who actually is a left-wing person made to me. They voted Trump, but they're also like pro-vaccine. And I said, I can't believe they're forcing it on us. Even though I'm vaccinated, I have to mention that so this you know doesn't get taken off Spotify and censored like Joe Rogan. Um, they were like, well, I mean, you had to get this vaccine and this vaccine to go to school. What makes this any different? So I was like, oh, I don't really have a counterpoint. I, I don't either. It's a great counterpoint that they had. It, it's, a, it's a good counterpoint. And this allows me to – this is not backpedaling, but this is kind of what I was saying earlier. It's not really the vaccination that I'm against because it's not. I'm, I am vaccinated. But it's 
does that even make sense if I'm saying that? It's, it's the narrative and the overall mood, the way it's pushed. Because what happens, what about kids that aren't vaccinated? They, they just don't go to school? Because there's a lot of them, isn't it? Uh, against COVID? No, not now, because there are very strict rules in place, making sure you are. All right, fuck it. I'm 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 way left now. I think everybody should be vaccinated. I think you you sold me on one point. All right, so get your booster, get your shots. You heard it here first, not first, but most importantly here, get your vaccination. Doesn't it seem? I don't know. I guess it's these vaccines are old, so we just accept them and everything. That that's what it is. It's these vaccines have been around forever. Whatever, we trust it. Let's get it. The problem is, this one's newer. Oh, there's not a lot of studies. I mean, this one hasn't been around that long. How can we trust it? That's that's the big factor in all. And that's the counterpoint that everybody knows. And I almost said that, but I stopped myself because it's so, like, everybody knows that counterpoint, right? Yeah. But it's a decent counterpoint, isn't it? I mean, how, how long were the, vac- the other vaccines tested before... Uh, we don't we don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, and I mean we can turn this just to draw a little bit of a comparison here. I was talking to my therapist about lithium recently. And lithium was widely prescribed for people with bipolar disorder. Mm. And still kind of is, I think. Um so it was prescribed a lot in you know hospitals for people that needed this kind of mental help and eventually they found out that lithium could lead to some i'm too stupid to put this into words um losing control of certain muscles oh okay so they found that a lot of people people that were prescribed lithium heavily um their facial muscle muscles would stop working as well so they would leave these sacred these all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna be forward with you i had a little bit to drink tonight so this is a a throwback doubly negative episode because i used to drink before every episode to calm the nerves then i stopped for a while and now here i am we still got to do that so, uh, drunk podcast with Jake, too. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a good time. And I think maybe we should do it for the 50th. That makes sense. It does make sense. A little bit of a celebration. 50th episode. So That's back big. to your nonsensical drunken ramblings. My nonsensical drunk, drunken ramblings. Um, the people that were prescribed lithium in these psychiatric hospitals. Don't know if that makes sense. Um, they would leave like with their tongues hanging out because they lost control of that muscle. And that's one of the side effects of lithium. I don't know why I even started talking about this, if I'm being honest. Side effects of this drug. You started talking about it because it's full of things that we started using without knowing the consequences, uh, like like a the vaccine. Long term consequences. Okay, there we go. 
Yes, so these people were leaving, and, you know, all of a sudden they lost control of their tongue, and it would just be hanging out of their mouth all the time. But that was just, you know, accepted. And now we know about it, and it's still prescribed, but it's one of those things where you have to weigh the pros and the cons. Yeah. I'm prescribed this because I have this mental disorder. Is me taking this drug and potentially experiencing the side effect worth not dealing with what I go through on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, in that certain circumstance, you you got another percentages and exactly. No, but do we know the percentages with the vaccine and what it potentially the side effects could be? We don't. Uh, I encountered a real tinfoil hat guy. Um, oh. Yeah. He said some things that even I was like, whoa. Um, so one thing he said was, well, he started off with this. I love people that do this, right? He said, I got a friend in the CIA. And he told oh, me. Oh, of course he does. Yeah. And everything this guy, the, the CIA friend, has come true so far. So uh, he must be right. And basically the vaccine apparently is training for the microchips that are coming. I think a lot of people believe this. I don't even think that's that far-fetched, actually. I think it kind of makes sense. But he also said there's going to be six vaccines. So what, what what are we up to now? You have to get boosters now, too? Is that mandatory? I don't even know. I don't know if it's mandatory. It's mandatory in, like, schools. Okay. And in certain... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I know my wife has to get the booster in order to finish her last semester of college or she gets dropped from the classes. That's all I know. Well, this guy says it's going to be mandatory to get six eventually, including four boosters or whatever the fuck. The, the answer is the, 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 the final number is going to be six because 666, the whole thing is satanic. That was what he said that really uh, I went, oh, okay, you're, you're one of those guys. Okay, that completely throws me off like to think that the higher ups even if there was some like ultimate plan behind all of this like let's make it symbolic Mm. i I just don't i don't understand it that's exactly where yeah where i joined and um he also said that's where it gets too far he said a lot of people are going to be dying from the vaccines uh they're they're very toxic according to the cia guy um so, I'm um, I'm a goner. We gotta get the CIA guy on the podcast. I wish we could. We gotta get deplatformed as quick as possible. We gotta get him on. What do you think about that, though, Chris? Uh, let's. I mean, we we. I think we always say we're not gonna go down this path, but we kind of like it right now, don't we? We've been going down it for 25 minutes, Kyle. So let's just go fucking down it. What do you think about that idea of um, microchips being compulsory? Um, and there's really no evidence to this. I think at this point, is there anybody saying this is going to happen, but it feels like it's going to happen, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the people that are super worried about it, it's like, oh yeah, they're going to microchip us. They're going to track us. They're going to do all that. It's like, they're already doing that. I mean, all of our data is just being collected and sold. 
So why do you give a fuck if there's a microchip doing the exact same thing that your iPhone does? Who cares? Well, again, it would be the compulsory aspect. Like, you, you didn't even really want to get vaccinated, right? What if they made you get a microchip? How would you feel about that? It would feel... I mean, probably the same way it felt to get vaccinated. Like, I'm doing this so I can just live my life as a normal human. See, I think... If this, and I, I think this is a little outside the box. I really have no, I don't even really believe this, but it's it's possible. The, your reaction there, I think, is possible because of the training they're giving us now. <laughs> I don't know. The tinfoil hat is so snug around. Yeah, here. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop prefacing and apologizing. Okay, I'm I'm a tinfoil hat guy. Fuck it. Um, don't apologize. Just fucking run with it. But that's that's kind of what I'm against that that compliance that's being built ever ever since the 9/11 stuff and I mentioned it before but take your shoes In the off podcast, it, that was deleted yeah lost, lost episode it's we're just becoming so compliant and uh, I think your reaction there I, I I don't know I'm just guessing I don't think you would have had that reaction before all of this and I think. I think we're just willing to do anything now because we've been trained. Just whatever to not be inconvenienced. Inconvenienced and also to be a bad person because you want to be a good person. And if you say anything other than you're a bad person. Right. You're not doing what's good for the greater good. That's really the aspect that that I don't like. I don't like it either, but at the same time, I'm one of those guys that's like, okay, whatever, do it, just don't think about it. Wow, it's kind of uh, come full circle now, because I think the same criticism we got said that, that you can't be in the middle, you, you, you can't not care, because then you're, what, what, was, what was the word, it's like, you're basically supporting the other side if you if you're in the middle, something like that. Yeah, if you if you don't say anything, you're pretty much supporting the other side, which is so fucking stupid. Yeah. So fucking dumb, dude. That bothers me so much. It's like, no, I just don't feel like I'm the person to speak out on this thing. I understand it's a problem. I also understand that me posting on social media isn't going to make a fucking difference. Yeah. Oh, it's so annoying. People are upset with Aaron Rodgers because he was like, yeah, I'm immunized. But he wasn't vaccinated. But he's allergic to something in the vaccine. And he did everything he could to avoid COVID, given his current circumstances. And people are still pissed off at him because they're like, he misled us. He said he was immunized. He's not immunized. And they're like, he shouldn't get a, an MVP vote. It's like, who the fuck cares? It's an MVP vote. Who the fuck cares? It's so unrelated. Oh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. And someone spoke out and they were like, I'm not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers as MVP with my with my vote because of he's a shitty person. 
yeah, he's a shitty person in your eyes because he didn't get what you thought was correct. Sounds like Neil Young. Oh, dude, it's like, what the fuck? Just relax. Let people do what they want to do. Who cares? Who cares? He's killing. But me saying, but even me saying who cares what other people want to do, people are thinking, oh, so you don't care if other people kill other people? So you don't care if people are serial killers? Because they didn't get the vaccine? Oh, my God. It drives me fucking nuts. And that's the implication that you're a serial killer if you don't. uh, Yes. Yeah. I don't know. So you don't care if my grandma dies? No, I do. I don't want her to die at all. But you don't care if people get vaccinated or not. Well, I mean, you got to think about it all. I mean, let's censor Joe Rogan. That that that's what this. We said we weren't going to go down this rabbit hole. It's thirty minutes, and we've gone down it hard. I've kind of run out of steam on it now. Move on. How's your dick? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's all right. It's good. Yeah, it's fine. It's uh, it's it's doing what it needs to. I wouldn't say it's uh. Yeah, I'd say it's a middle of the road dick right now. <laughs> I meant to ask you, how's the cut doing? Like, how's that whole thing going with your nuts and stuff? Oh yeah, I never gave answers to those things. I had a couple big uh, no. genitalia issues, huh? There's been so many people hanging on, yeah, waiting well, for an update on your fucking your sack. Yeah, my sack is okay. Uh, it kind of just went away, and it took a couple days. But um, I, I have no idea what it was. Maybe it was jock age, but I don't, I don't know if jock age can make a lump in your balls. But but yeah, just no, I just woke up. Can't. There was a lump. The, the lump was gone. So I, I was really thinking I was going to have to go to the doctor, but I didn't. That's such a guy like way to handle a situation. Like, let me give it a few days, and if it subsides, then I'm good. Yeah, I think that's actually... I'll be all all right. A a lot of... um, Well, even if you look up a lot of the medical stuff, um, like a lot of medical issues, it'll say, well, if it doesn't go away in a few days. It's kind of logical. I don't want to be a a guy that runs to the doctor every time something happens. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. But yeah, it's okay. Uh, So uh, yeah, how's your dick? It's been good. Um... You know, same old, same old. Nothing new to report. Still working as as need be. I'm out of dick pills at the office, though. I went to look to see if there was any more, and there isn't. So. Oh, that's a problem. Do you think you've become dependent on, on them? No, because I haven't taken them for a while. And mm. it's, you know, it's still doing what it's got to do. Let me ask, um, what is the most common time that you and, and your and your lovely wife engage in uh, consensual activities is it do you do it in the morning or the afternoon or the night most often uh, or do you have a breakdown of those percentages mostly at night so we actually you know got down to the nitty gritty tonight Ooh! I knew we were recording congratulations I was like oh we gotta get this done beforehand and that was maybe an hour ago, two hours ago. Well, so you're feeling the glow. I am feeling the glow. It was a good time. Fuck. Can we call this episode? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, we'll call it Kyle's tinfoil hat. Oh man, 
<laughs> but it fits. It does fit. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I got my tinfoil hat on too, so we'll call it. The guys have a tinfoil hat on. Yeah. And then we'll lose all of our lefty listeners. I sure hope so. If we even have any left at this point. Yeah. You said, I sure hope so. After I said we're going to lose all of our lefty listeners, I sure hope so. Wow. No, I don't. I, I don't care. No, I don't think. No. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. But I asked about the, um, the timing of your deeds because uh, I think it's like, a lot of people say morning sex is the best, blah, 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 blah. But I just, I'm just not interested in it. I do find myself lasting longer in the morning. Yeah. In the past, I have been, but I think it's like, I don't know, my, my mood is still pretty low lately. And, I, well, it's it's low to the point where I wake up feeling bad uh, most days. And then um, I, I think I am somewhat dependent on the Kratom now. But uh, it's a combination Bad. of like, I have to drink a lot of water, take Kratom and drink coffee. And then I start feeling like a human being. But before that, I do, I do not want to have sex. Do you think that has anything to do with the Kratom? You waking up and feeling bad? Is that like a withdrawal symptom? You think? Maybe? No. Um, it's historically, whenever my mood is somewhat low, it's, it's always like that. And I even uh, back in the Kyle cast days, this is what, 2017, I, I made a video about my morning routine. And uh, in that, I was saying how I felt like shit every morning until until I do my things. And, and it, that's that's just how I how I am. And unless I'm in a really good mood, I just wake up feeling bad. I don't know if that's normal or not. Like for me, that sounds normal because I wake up and I'm just pissed off at the slightest inconvenience. Mm-hmm being up super early i'm like okay this is stupid i'm really upset and then i'll go through the rest of the day and think wow i shouldn't have been upset about that that's so minor like what was i upset about yeah i I don't know how normal it is but uh it's just something that i have to kind of accept and 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 deal with now and luckily it's somewhat manageable because as as long as i do what what i what i feel i need to do i feel like let's say my mood is is one to ten. When I first wake up, it's like two or three, and then I do my things, and then I'm I'm a far better like six or seven. I, I feel a lot better um, an hour later, but but right when I wake up, it's just yeah. Maybe it's just getting into that groove, you know. Like all right, I feel like shit. I haven't done anything today, regardless of the time you wake up. But then you wake up, you start getting ready, you start doing these certain things and building the momentum we talk about so fucking often. Yeah. And you start feeling better. It feels like climbing a mountain sometimes. It's because uh, it does. I, I feel like um, so mine mine now is uh, I should meditate. I, I haven't really been as good about that. I, I do it like maybe half days or even less, but um, I should meditate. I should go to the gym and I should do all these little things. And it's like, I feel like I have to, maybe, maybe that's part of, ironically, maybe the things that I feel like make me better are kind of responsibilities that weigh heavily on me. Maybe I just wake up and I don't want to do all those things, but. Yeah, because you feel pressure to do them. By myself. Yeah. Taking the pressure off. 
actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I meditated last night for the first time in so fucking long. It's been a really long time since I've done it, and I felt so good after I did it. What made you decide to do it? I don't know. Um, so probably unrelated, but I hadn't gotten a haircut since October. There was a few things that came up mixed with me being lazy, mixed with me not wanting to make appointments. And I got a haircut. I was feeling good. And then I got in the shower and I was like, you know what? I'm going to meditate tonight. And I, I meditated. I was feeling good. And I don't know. It just, it was probably a combination of things, but I finally just made the time to do it while I was showering and it was awesome. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I even did a little stretching. Like I was like, all right, I'm going to do this certain stretch. And then when I get up, I'm going to do this slow stretch to get back up into me being standing upright. And it just felt good. You got a really long time. Does that make you want to keep doing it? Or yeah, we'll just see. Yeah, I'm probably going to meditate after this podcast before I go to bed. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, so it, uh, I don't know, it's it's crazy, but I my self-esteem was pretty low as far as my, like, self-conception. Does that make sense? Yes. Maybe. Keep going. Looking at myself with, like, I don't know, like, I'm overweight right now, and my hair was a mess. I had, like I said, I hadn't gotten a haircut since October. And my hair isn't great as it is. So I finally got that haircut. I felt like I'm I'm looking way better. Like after getting a haircut after not getting one for like five months. It was like, oh shit, like I should do this more often. Like I look good. I just felt good after getting a haircut. And as simple as that sounds, like getting a $20 haircut... It made me feel so much better about myself, which made me want to do more for myself. I think you've said that before about getting a haircut. I, I don't remember when, but I remember you saying on the podcast, I think you got to get more haircuts. Yeah, and it's a problem because every time I get a haircut, I'm like, holy shit, I got to do this more often. And the amount like it's so dramatic, like even going into work today, so many people are like, holy shit, who's this guy? Really? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Just getting a haircut. Yeah, and it just makes you feel so much better about yourself. I don't know. It sounds cheesy, sounds corny, but even nah. something as little as a haircut, it, it boosts your self-confidence so much. Yeah, no, I think a lot of people can relate. I, I don't get haircuts, obviously. Well, I, I kind of do need one. I just want to trim. But, um, but you look good with the long hair come on thank you thank you you look good with the long hair i don't look good i just look like someone that's in a rut when i don't get a haircut well i got this i look like someone that needs some help i got the same kind of thing with my beard <clears throat> it's it's a little bit well maybe it's the same i don't know but i uh when i'm when i got a when, when i haven't shaved or trimmed in in a few weeks or, or maybe two weeks i start to feel really disheveled and uh unkempt um and, but i feel like you rock that look really well like it goes like the long hair the beard 
living in Bali. Not interested. Like you, like not not. I didn't want to say it. I'm glad you brought it up, but like I'm not interested at all. <laughs> but just the whole like I do what I want when the fuck I want. Like it works for you. It works so well for you. Oh well, well, thank you. Uh, and I actually do kind of like how I look with the beard too, but for some reason, I don't know. It's, it's just the same type of thing you're talking about. It gets to a point where I start to feel like a slob and then I'll always do the same thing. I'll just, uh, trim it. And then I get the same kind of feeling you do. Um, and I don't even know if it's related to my appearance or what it is, but just the act of like, if I haven't trimmed in two weeks and then I do it which I need to do it now. I just feel better. And, and then actually why I said maybe it's not the same is I, I do like how I look with a bit of a beard more than no beard. So it, it, it gets better and then it passes a point where I, f- I feel like a slob again. So it's kind of like a, a cycle that I guess hair dictates. <laughs> I think it's the act of just doing something to improve your look. There you go. That's what it is. That's definitely what it is. Self maintenance. That's that's all it is. It's like, all right, I put in effort to make myself look like this. I'm getting compliments on this. Yeah. Therefore, this is good. Or maybe not even the compliments, but that, that's definitely a plus. But um, but yeah, because you have it with your hair. I have it with my beard. If we let it go past a certain point, we feel that we're letting it go and we feel lazy, blah, blah, blah. And then once we finally take care of it, we're proud of ourselves. We're, we're happy that we're, we care. That's what it is. Exactly. Yep. I made this appointment. I went through with it. And now everyone's noticing because I went so long without taking care of it. And you probably walked into the office with a different energy. So... A lot of it might, Dude, might be your hair, but it might just be you walking straighter, you making eye contact, your big dick bulging out. Not even in the office. So last night I had a soccer game, mm. and I was more confident on the ball and you know facilitating more with more confidence than I ever have since I started playing soccer again. Because your fucking hair... <laughs> I don't know if it's from the hair or from the two shots of fireball I took before I went. Did you really? Oh, yeah. That's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. And so now my plan is to take a couple shots of fireball before I play soccer every week because I played really well. We got shit on. Okay, so we showed up. We were short a bunch of people. We had someone filling in net that had never played before just because we were that short on people. Mm. and one of the people on the other team had said something and I noticed they had a British accent and I knew we were fucked Yep. British accent, C-League, co-ed we're fucked yep, that lad's been we're fucked all his life yeah, so I was like, alright, well this is gonna go exactly how I think it's gonna go and it did but, even as we were getting shit on I felt you know, more confident on the ball. I don't know if it's from the haircut or from the fireball, but I felt just better overall. Yeah, cool. I wonder too, um, because I've had similar situations, it's almost like when you're getting shit on as a team, you feel less pressure because your involvement, even if you fuck up, it doesn't really matter. Um, 
Yeah. So sometimes I felt like I've I've also played well uh, soccer or other things when we're just getting destroyed. <laughs> as yeah, because like sounds. who the fuck cares? Yeah. But I I honestly think it was the fireball. How bad? What was the final score? I don't I don't even know. I think they might have started keeping stopped keeping score. Oh man, that's embarrassing. Dude, all right, so. I mean, this team was running drills before the game. Wow. They're running drills pregame. And you're drinking Fireball? <laughs> I'm drinking Fireball. That says we have it all right there. Gan- we have fucking Gannon in that. Uh, you know Gannon. Yep. He's he's never played soccer. No, he's a hockey player. And he was like, he is he a hockey like, yeah, goalie, though, that. to be fair. No, he's a defenseman. Oh, I thought he was So goalie. he was like, fuck it. I'll play net. And I was like, thank God, because I had volunteered to play net. And I had never done it in my life. And I was like, this is not going to be good. I'll see how it goes pregame warm-ups. And then he had thrown his hat in the ring. And he played net. So, thank fucking God. And, dude, I was dying laughing. Because there was a point in the game. There was a shot on him. He saved it. But he had, like, kind of fucked up. So, it led to a rebound. Mm-hmm. They got the rebound. He saved it again. And then it parried it to someone on their team, and they hit it off the post. We're down 5-1 to one at this point, and he's jumping up and celebrating for the save. And it was one of the best things I had ever seen. And it was it was so funny to just see him celebrating the most minor of things while we're getting absolutely shit on <laughs> <laughs> it was just so fucking funny. No, well that that's great. It's uh well one it shows that he's not letting the the situation get to him, which would make him play worse. But also it's like uh I always think that about team games. Like yeah, they're team games, but they're also individual. You you're always yeah. definitely focused on your own performance too. At the end we're all just having fun out there. We're getting shit on. We know this team's good. He had a good moment and enjoyed every second of it. So, fuck yeah. It was so funny. And it just made us getting shit on way less worse when I saw him celebrating making the save. And so you really don't know the score, huh? Is like more than more than 10, more than 15? I think it was like 10 to 2 at the end, maybe even more. Yeah. We were missing all of our good players, though. Like, I had to play a majority of the game. It was not good. I'm severely out of shape. I'm exhausted today from the game last night. Is that the only cardio you do? Uh, Pretty much, other than the boxing on VR, which I've been slacking on. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, I got the same type of situation. We do that. Uh, I think I've mentioned that running group I'm a part of now. We run uh, on on Saturdays the Hash House Harriers, and uh, yeah. that's that's the only cardio I do. And every week I have a good time there, and I enjoy it. And I say, oh, I should run more to get in shape for this, and then I don't. I just I just run that once a week. It's so much easier to not do the extra work. Oh yeah. And I feel that. 
Because even after last night, I was like, man, I did a, like a lot tonight. Like I should run more and get better at doing this every week, but I don't. And I'm getting uh, Tika into powerlifter mode now too, because uh, <laughs> while she's eating more, we we realize that um, because it just makes you hungry when you're lifting heavy weights relative to your size. Oh, yeah. uh, so she's eating more. And we were doing the treadmill after every workout, but uh, recently we just like, ah, eh, fuck it. The weights are done. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, dude, powerlifting is so good at making you neglect cardio. Yep. Because you're just so burnt out from lifting weights. Exactly. That when it comes to actually doing cardio, it's like, ah, you know, I, I think I did enough today. And uh, I'm so proud of her because she's looking down on people doing half squats now. Like uh, there was one guy doing Hell like yeah. half or quarter squats and she gave the, like the most disgusted look. She's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> You'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. Are you yeah. still doing the, um, are you doing Candido or like some variation of? No, I've been, um, I've been loosely because I got really used to the five, three, one. So it just, the, the program got ingrained in my head. I remember it. Um, but I'm not really Perhaps following it. Great though. Yeah, but I I do want to get back on Candido. I've been saying that for a little bit. Maybe I'll uh, maybe maybe actually because we're gonna go to the gym in 45 minutes. Maybe I'll just look at the program now and and start it because I I really want to get on a program again. Five three one is great, but I feel like my bench suffered so hard from doing the five three one, just because there's no like extra work afterwards. Yeah, that's programmed. That's the important part. It's not in the program, so you don't feel like you have to do it. Right. But if it's in the program, you feel like you have to do it. So it not being in the program, I was like, oh, this is fine. No, that matches my experience too because um, I realized I haven't made any progress in bench in like two months. And I, I've been my, – my, my numbers and other lifts are getting better, but bench is uh, totally stalled. So that matches my experience too. Yeah. You got to just, even though I realized I wasn't getting better, I was okay with it because I was getting out of the gym sooner, mm-hmm. which sounds shitty, but it is what it is. You spend so much time focusing on other lifts that you're like, ah, eh, fuck it, whatever. My bench sucks, but I'm squatting this much, so who cares? One of the best bench accessories, though, and I couldn't even do it at my old gym, but I can do it now, which makes me very happy. Dips. Dips feel so bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing it with the, they got one of those belts with the chain so you can put a plate on there and do weighted dips. That feels so badass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially because it hangs from your dick. Do you think it has anything to do with that? Probably. Yes. I have 25 pounds hanging where my dick should be if I was well endowed. And I'm fucking just. <laughs> I, I feel like it makes too much sense it's that masculine urge to just like i've got weight hanging from my waist where my dick is yeah maybe you're right yeah it's hanging low feeling like a man yeah exactly even non-weighted dips they fucking murder you but they look so cool right it does just to have the belt on with weight hanging off of it. It's like, this guy is so strong. He needed to add weight. Yeah, I love those body weight weighted exercises because it's like, 
it shows your your relative strength. Because if you're a super strong, super fat guy, you can't really do it. And if you're a no. if you're a skinny guy, you you can do pull ups or dips. You can do a lot of them, but you can't do the weighted ones. But if, but if you can do the weighted ones, that shows that you're strong and a decent proportion. It's, it's pretty cool. That comes down to like the whole survival instincts. I know we talked about a lot of the tribal shit last last episode, but as far as like if I need to lift myself up in a life or death situation, I could plus more. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, and when I look at all the things I've seen in the gym from other people, um there was one guy, he was about my size, he was leaner, uh, of course. <laughs> and he was doing uh, weighted pull-ups with like 40 kilograms. It's like 100 pounds. And I was like, damn, I would love to do that. Yeah. Even though, even if you could squat like 405, it's like, this guy's doing weighted pull-ups. Are you kidding me? What's your best weighted pull-up? Did you ever try with uh, like the heaviest weight you could? No. No, I just did body weight pull-ups. No? No, I never did weighted. I think my best never. is still back with Pete. Uh, we were doing weighted pull-ups a lot, and I think I think he was better than me at it. But we were doing we, – we could do like 45 pounds. But I can do that now too. He was, he was deep in the weighted pull-ups when, when he was doing the GOMAD diet. Yeah, yeah, he loved them. That's so unhealthy, gallon of milk a day. It worked. It worked in some aspects, but as far <laughs> as like overall health, it didn't work very well. Eh, who knows? Uh, scientists. All right, I gotta I gotta sign off because I gotta get ready for that gym. All right. Fair enough. Any closing words? Because I don't have any. Oh my god! Bye. This is life being bound to love.